Welcome to the news with NDTV. The day is Monday, February 26th. In today's episode, Allahabad High Court rejects challenge to Hindu prayers in Gyanwapi Mosque cellar. Indian National Lok Dal Haryana president killed in daylight shootout. Calcutta High Court asks for the arrest of Trinamool strongman Sheikh Shah Jahan in Sandesh Khali case and the latest in Israel Hamas war. First up, the Allahabad High Court has ruled that Hindu prayers will continue in Vyas Jika Tehkhana, one of the cellars of Varanasi's Gyanwapi Mosque. The High Court rejected a petition challenging a district court order that allowed the prayers to resume after 30 years. Calling the Mulayam Singh government's 1993 move to stop Hindu prayers in the cellar as illegal. Last month, the Varanasi District Court had ruled that a priest can offer prayers in the southern cellar of the Gyanwapi Mosque, also known as Vyasjika Tehkhana. This was in response to a petition by Shailendra Pathak Vyas, who claimed his family had held prayers in the cellar since the British era. However, following this decision, the Anjuman Intazamiya Masjid Committee, which manages the mosque, had moved an urgent application before the Supreme Court, seeking its intervention against the district court's order, but was told to first approach the Allahabad High Court. The mosque committee has maintained that no idols existed in the cellar and no prayers were ever offered there. The order noted that Shailendra Pathak Vyas has said the cellar has been in his family's possession since 1551 and had submitted documents to show how it was willed down the generations. The court noted that a 1936 map filed by the then state government showed the Vyasji ka Taikhana. The court also noted that the Committee of Management, Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid, had failed to establish prima facie possession over the cellar. The mosque has four Taikhanas or cellars in the basement and one of them is still with the Vyas family. This was sealed in the aftermath of the Babri Masjid demolition in 1992. Later, state government led by Mulayam Singh Yadav then cited law and order concerns and the cellar was sealed. Next, Nafi Singh Rati, former MLA and Haryana unit president of Indian National Lok Dal, was shot dead on Sunday evening. His SUV was ambushed by unidentified gunmen in Jhajjar district. Another party leader, Jai Kishan Dalal, was killed, while two other passengers were rushed to the hospital with critical injuries. The shootout occurred as Mr. Rati's SUV stopped at a railway crossing and an I-20 vehicle stopped beside them. Four gunners stepped down and attacked the victims. CCTV footage from around the area revealed the I-20 had been closely following Mr. Rati's car and was captured leaving from the railway crossing as well. In a chilling sequence of events, after firing nearly 20 rounds of bullets at the victims, one of the killers allegedly told his nephew, Rajesh, who was driving the car, that they were sparing him so he could tell Mr. Rati's family of the incident. Based on Mr. Rajesh's complaint, the police have filed an FIR against seven people, including BJP leader Naresh Kaushik and several relatives of Bahadurgarh Municipal Corporation chairperson Saroj Rathi. Charges of criminal conspiracy and the Arms Act have also been slapped against the accused. Haryana Home Minister Anil Vij told the Assembly on Monday that a CBI probe will be announced and denied the opposition's charge that the law and order mechanism has collapsed in the state. Haryana Chief Minister Manohar Lal Khattar said, and I quote, Not a single culprit involved in this case will be spared. Police have been instructed to arrest the accused as soon as possible and take strictest action, unquote. INLD Chief Abhay Chautala claimed that Nafe Singh Rathi wasn't provided security, even though he asked for it in writing months ago. Next, 
The Calcutta High Court today said there is no order stopping the Bengal police from arresting Sheikh Shah Jahan, the main accused in sexual assault and land grab allegations in Sandesh Khale. The court's clarification comes after Trinamool Congress MP Abhishek Banerjee made an astonishing claim on Sunday that the Bengal government is unable to arrest Shah Jahan because the court had tied the hands of the police. Mr Banerjee said and I quote I want to put this on the record Trinamool is not guarding Shah Jahan judiciary is lift the stay and see what police does next and quote Though the court clarified that in a different matter it had only stated the constitution of a joint special investigation team of the CBI and the state police which had been ordered by a single bench to investigate the January 5th attack on an enforcement directorate team the court was told today that 43 FIRs were registered till December last year of which 42 had resulted in charge sheets it read as far as land grabbing of tribal community members seven cases were started Since February 8, 24 cases of land grabbing and various sections were filed. To this the court observed, surprising, no arrests were made in 4 years. Mr Banerjee's comments, which came after Bengal police arrested party leader Ajit Methi on charges of grabbing land from villagers, were labeled by opposition leaders as contempt of court. Breaking from breaking news, while Tesla may be working on driverless cars, India had its first driverless train run for over 70 kilometers though not intentionally a major accident was averted after a goods train ran on the tracks driverless for about 70 kilometers in Punjab on Sunday reportedly at high speeds of nearly 100 kilometers per hour officials said the driver forgot to pull the handbrake before getting off the train for a chai break it was on a halt at the Pathan Court station because of which it started moving on a sloping track The goods train carrying stones crossed about 5 stations at high speed before it was stopped in Uchibassi. The train was finally stopped after a railway official placed wood blocks on the tracks. Now back to news. After Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said he was unclear about a hostage release deal, Hamas officials have claimed he is not concerned about a ceasefire. Meanwhile, Palestinian Prime Minister Mohammad Tayeb has announced the resignation of his government which rules parts of the occupied west bank due to the escalating violence in the occupied west bank and the war on gaza many believe that us pressure led to his resignation he said and i quote i see that the next stage and its challenges require new governmental and political arrangements that take into account the new reality in gaza and the need for a palestinian palestinian consensus based on palestinian unity and the extension of unity of authority over the land of palestine unquote since the october 7 retaliation of israel the health ministry in hamas run gaza says the war death count is at 29782 on sunday netanyahu said it was not clear yet whether a hostage deal would materialize from ongoing talks declining to discuss specifics but saying the islamist militant group hamas needed to come down to a reasonable situation Speaking in an interview with CBS News, Netanyahu added he was meeting with staff later on Sunday to review a dual military plan that included the evacuation of Palestinian civilians in Gaza and operations to destroy remaining Hamas battalions. Following this, senior Hamas official Sami Abu Zuhri said Netanyahu's comments cast doubt over Israel's willingness to secure a deal. Abu Zuhri told Reuters, "Netanyahu's comments show he is not concerned about reaching an agreement." and accused Netanyahu of wanting to pursue negotiation 
under bombardment and bloodshed. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan told CNN, Negotiators from Israel, Qatar, Egypt and US have agreed on basic contours of an arrangement during weekend talks in Paris. Israeli media reported that the prospective deal would allow for the release of 30 to 40 hostages in exchange for up to 300 Palestinian prisoners and a ceasefire lasting for up to six weeks. Notably, following Israel's attack on Rafah, international pressure has been mounting on the state for a ceasefire. The International Court of Justice is also hearing the matter. Last week, Palestine's foreign minister, at the opening of public hearings at the International Court of Justice, said, Here are the choices. Ethnic cleansing, apartheid or genocide. Regarding the classification of Israel attack on Gaza. And lastly, India has secured the Test Series against England with a five-wicket win in the fourth Test, marking the country's 17th consecutive Test win on home soil. India leads 3-1 in the series and the last game is scheduled in Dharmshala from March 7th. The visitors' much-talked-about baseball technique could not help them secure a victory. The rigid and aggressive concept of coach Brendan McKellum has been criticised for being too arrogant. This is also the first series loss for England ever since Brenton McKellum has taken over the head coach role. The host team, on the other hand, had a dubious start, with stars like Virat Kohli and KL Rahul out of the team, for personal or health reasons, and began the series with the loss in Hyderabad. But newcomers like batter Sarfaraz Khan in Rajkot, or wicketkeeper Dhruv Jarel and pacer Akash Deep in Rachi, gave them a fresh jolt of energy. English cricket commentator Michael Vaughan posted on X, Five world-class players missing, losing the toss, deficit in the first innings. Full credit to India. That's a very impressive test victory. A lot of new young Indian players are arriving and will be around for a long time. That's all for today. You were listening to the news with NDTV, your daily newspaper and TV bulletin wrapped in a compact podcast. If you want to catch up with the day's events in a hurry, do remember to subscribe to the news with NDTV on Spotify, Apple and NDTV News app. This is your host, Anditi, signing off.